0: You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. So let's get to a preview of Friday. We could be watching a preview of the Knicks' first-round matchup of the playoffs because they faced the Cleveland Cavaliers um, in Cleveland. Currently, Cavaliers fourth in the Eastern Conference. They are four games ahead of New York who are fifth. So Knicks not catching them probably uh, for that uh, fifth, uh, fourth overall seed uh the cleveland had been playing outstanding ball of late they did have their eight game win streak snap by the atlanta hawks uh that that game came down to a one possession game on tuesday uh hawks beating the Cavs, so the Cavs have their win streak snap but they've been one of the highest teams in the nba we talked about for the last few weeks how they've had this really easy schedule and that continues i think they still have one of the 27th 28th easiest schedules remaining um now every time these teams have played they've been really entertaining games. Knicks uh, beat the Cavs in their last matchup on January 24th. Knicks do have the uh, season series lead as of right now. So um, I ask you this, Tommy, like how much do you feel like we can take away from the result of this game, knowing that this may end up being a you know, playoff
1: matchup? Yeah, I don't think too much to be honest cuz like I said I think both teams recognize that there's a very high likelihood that they're going to face each other in that first round yeah. series which will be the the marquee matchup uh in the in the Eastern Conference. Yes. Um yeah. in terms of series appeal and um yeah, I mean listen, you can't write the script. The Knicks don't get Donovan Mitchell. Um yeah. you know, he ends in the New York kid, he ends up uh going to Cleveland, um you know, and and it, it, it just it just the other thing about this week is the next two best, the next two best players this week, um, in their two wins, probably going back four games now, have been IQ and Grimes, and those right. are the two guys that were discussed in the potential trade. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of like this underlying thing all season. Randall would struggle, and you know Twitter would say, "Well, good thing we didn't trade him for Mitchell." Um. But you don't say yeah, that about know, IQ, right? who's going to win Sixth Man of the Year, and Grimes, who's emerging as a legit NBA caliber, starting caliber two guard. You know, at, at a minimum. You know, it seems like that's his floor right now um so to give up a six man of the year and they and a, and a, and a good starting two-way three and d2 guard um and draft capital in addition to rj barrett which you know is up in the air right now but um you know what, whatever it would have taken um you, at least one of those two guys if not both iq and grimes in addition to barrett yeah. depending on what the draft capital was that will all be talked about ad infinitum um in the days and the weeks uh, because we'll have a you know, five days in between the the end of the regular season and the then you get the play-in tournament, then you get the start of the of the postseason. Um so this will be a very hype series, a lot of attention. Stephen A. Smith screaming about please don't lose the Donovan Mitchell. Um yeah. and we kid Stephen A, but he'll be speaking for a lot of Nick fans. It would it would hurt that Not much good. more. Um, so there's just there's a lot of emotions and stuff going um, so roundabout way I don't think um, each coaching staff recognizing um that you know that that, that these two it's it's like when a, a um uh, two football teams are playing each other in the preseason, uh, like the third game of the preseason. But they're also going to play each other the fourth week of the regular season. You're yeah. not going to use your usual personnel. You're going to do, you know, you're going to run. You're not going to run your bread and butter stuff on 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 third and one. Your go-to play. You're going to do it, you know, something off the back of the page book, playbook. Um, because again, you don't want your opponent to get a feel and, and a look at, you know, how you plan on um, taking advantage of them. So, um, so for that reason, I wouldn't put too much into it. This Knicks, if the Knicks had lost. Lost Wednesday. Um, then, the, you know, the Heat are, are only a, a half game back or, or a, a game and a half back. And the Nets are only a half game back. Then it gets a little more complicated. There's a little more pressure to win. Um, but seeing as Randall's out, um, seeing as the Knicks, you know, t- collectively, I'm sure, took a t- took a big, deep breath last night. Um, yeah. And their fan base as well took a lot of pressure off this game. Um the Cavs were uh, just a game and a half behind Cleve, uh, behind Philadelphia. Philly's the three seed, Cleveland the four seed. But until they lost uh, Monday to Atlanta and then the Sixers last night um, beat the, the Mavs. It looked like that, that game was came right down to the they, wire. So now they, it's two now it's two and a half again um which seems probably unlikely for even though the philly uh, even though philly has a very tough schedule certain yeah. not a the realm of possibility um but again you know looking big picture you know what is there 75 80 chance that these two teams match up in the first round so i don't think they'll put all their cards on the table uh in this matchup friday night yeah
0: i think i think cleveland not to say they had to run the table per se but this last little swing here where the, you know, six get a tough win, they get a tough loss. I think they were hoping they could beat the yep. Hawks. And then, you know, yep. not and Dallas has been kind of up and down, but Dallas is a desperate team. So they kind of hope that Philly would win. That would have made things very interesting. If that flips, now as a half game. Because like you said, Philly has the second toughest schedule left in the NBA season. Cleveland has, like I said, the 28th toughest schedule. So um that would have made things interesting. Now, two and a half games, that's a that's a lot to catch up. I don't know what the tiebreaker is like, but y- you would think that Philly would have the, you know you think that Philly would definitely want to get that because they don't want to face Milwaukee in a potential second round matchup. Whereas I think if you're Cleveland, I don't think you really worry about that that much. Like I think home field advantage was the most important thing for them. That is not locked yet, but is almost locked. I think with a win, probably they would, they would get that, I guess, because Cleveland uh, Knicks have, uh, you know, which maybe that's the only reason why maybe this, this game doesn't mean something to them because this is the team that's behind them. So uh, both have five games to play. So you do the math there, Nick behind four, if they win this game, they clinch that, uh, that 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 four seed in that home court advantage. But I don't think they worry so much about if they play the Knicks or if they play the Nets. I, I think that that's something that they don't – I think they prefer to play the Knicks, but it's not something that they're going to kill themselves to make sure they get that uh, three seed. So I agree. I'm not sure how much to take away from this. I also think it's hard to take away a lot from this game as far as a playoff preview because Randall will almost certainly not play So how the Cavs guard the Knicks in this game, I don't think will look anything like how they'll guard them in a a playoff series.
1: The other thing to note, uh, Jared Allen did not play Tuesday night in the the Cavs' loss to the Hawks. He's dealing with a strained right groin. Um, so, uh, I believe he's listed as questionable. Uh, I'm not sure if they've submitted their injury report for Friday's game yet. Um, but obviously this late in the season, a groin injury, I would not be surprised at all if they err on the side of caution, keep him out an extra day. Um, Isaac Koro also dealing with some knee soreness. Um, he's a, he starts for them. Um, you know, he's not really involved offensively, but, uh, you know, more of a perimeter defender. Um, he also missed, uh, Tuesday's game tuesday's lost the hawks with a knee issue um so you know they're probably going to be without two-fifths of their starting lineup as well um you know something else to factor in to you know to not put too much weight into the outcome of, of friday night
0: yeah i mean if the knicks are going to find a way to get a win in this one i think that one of the first guys you got to look at and the guy we kind of glossed over honestly in the last segment is ob Toppin. i mean yeah. he's now going to be a guy who's going to be relied on a bunch and we know the matchup he'll have A plantainous guy, Evan Mobley, who's, you mentioned, one of the NBA's rising stars in this league. Obi Toppin has been misused. Obi Toppin has not been, uh, you know, really relied on the way he should, given his skill set. But, like, you know, this is kind of it. Like, (laughs) he's going to have, you know, up to 30 to 35 minutes, probably, if he plays well, to go out there and show what he has. And we know that when he's had these opportunities, he's particularly played well. I'll be very fascinated to see like how the Knicks incorporate him with this starting lineup. Like he hasn't really played like with these guys very much. Like Tibbs kind of goes with the hockey style substitution where like, you know, the first unit plays only with the first unit and the second unit plays only with the second unit and plus one guy. So like, you know, three guys who are on the bench and then the fourth guy, the four guys on the bench and the fifth guy usually RJ plays with them. So he hasn't really got a lot of time playing with Jalen Brunson or playing next to Mitchell Robinson that much. So, um, this is gonna be very important to see how he responds playing in this moment. Uh, this is a team that almost drafted him. Cleveland was so high on him, and they obviously played at Dayton, so there was a lot of pressure to take Obi Toppin in that draft. They went with Isaac Okoro and said, So I'm looking to see Obi Toppin kind of make a statement here. I'm hoping that he kind of shows that uh, you know, not just to the Knicks, but you know, kind of to the rest of the league who maybe, you know, asked for his services this offseason. Hey, this is what I can bring to the table because they're gonna need him in this one. Uh, you know, like you said, uh, I mean, Mobley's an absolute load to handle, whether it be uh, defensively, whether it be what he brings on the offensive class, um, his ability to score on his own. Like, he, he's a, he's a he's an, all, he's an all-around he's all
1: player. Yeah, Mobley's in the running for defensive player of the year. Probably still too too young to win it, um, but uh, don't be surprised if he's in the top three, top two, you know, going yeah. forward. He's a few one years of down. those rare
0: guys that can legitimately guard, like, five positions. Like, yes, crazy. yes, yes. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, that being said, listen, Obi Toppin fans have called for Obi to get significant minutes for years now, quite literally years, plural. Um, obviously, this season, um, you know, it hasn't gone as, you know, as they would have hoped. Um, you know, part of that, a lot of most of that is due to the fact that Randall, um, against the lots, has had the best season of his career and is on yeah. pace to to um, was an all-star, should be, you know, named to a, an all-NBA third team. Um so, you know, we'll see how it plays out. But listen, um, you know, it's a tough matchup against a great defender um, and a guy who can kind of punish you down low. Um, so Obie's going to have to play both ends of the floor. But this is – yeah, this is – if you're a top eight pick and, you know, you you think you're deserving of more minutes and, you know, whether you you view yourself as a starter for in New York or for the team that's going to trade for you this offseason or the team that you're going to sign with as a restricted free agent the following offseason, these are the opportunities to show um, – that that you have the goods, that you have what it takes. Last year at the end of the season, obviously the games didn't matter all that much, but he played incredibly well um, yes, when he, he got did. an opportunity to start. That the 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 postseason, his rookie year, he was one of the very few Knicks that didn't look awed by the big stage um, yep. and actually exceeded his regular season production in that um, disappointing albeit disappointing playoff series against the the Hawks. He uh, contributed, like, I think it was, you know, we had a bunch of games with the, uh, I think it was three games with at least double digit points off the bench. Um, yeah. So he stepped up when, when he's asked to, um, and he'll have an opportunity to do so again, Knicks have options. They can go hard at four. They can bring in Sims and and play him alongside um Hardenstein. We've seen that um, when Mitch Rob was sidelined at times, we can see RJ at four Barrett talked a little bit about it after the game. Um, you know, the, nba's position list i feel comfortable wherever it is so tibbs has options but Obi should get the, the, the first opportunity he Should get the first crack at it he should start um and you know we'll see what, what he brings to the table obviously it'll be fascinating to see if he can step in and step up And
0: last thing on this uh game here what do you feel about the knicks chances against cleveland in a first round matchup you know kind of coming into this game because that's going to be a lot of conversation as well
1: Sure. Uh, listen, a lot of it de- depends on Randall. Hopefully we yeah. get the news the next couple of days and he's healthy. Um, he's going to sit out a few games, but should be good to go for the playoffs, et cetera. Um, and Knicks avoid injuries from here to then. And Mobley, um, I'm sorry, Jared Allen is healthy. His groin issue goes away. And, you know, hopefully all t- both teams are at full strength. That's uh, Anybody, fan of any team, that's what you're going to hope for. Yeah. Um, Assuming that's the case, that it is a great series. You know, uh, Styles make fights. This is a, this shape, that would shape up as a as a terrific series. There's a million storylines: the Donovan Mitchell, the IQ, and Barrett, and Grimes not getting traded, and Mitchell out in Cleveland, and uh, you know, how does Randall respond after his? Yep. You know his first, his second taste of the postseason after a poor first season. Can can Brunson rekindle the magic that made him 100 million dollars uh, in yeah. the postseason last year? Ironically, playing against the guy that he exploited in in, in Donovan Mitchell yeah. on both ends of the floor. Um, you know, you know Mitchell wants to prove that that was not the Donovan Mitchell that you saw. Um, you know, in, in, in at the end of his his time with Utah, um, a million different you know incredible storylines uh, woven together. Um, I think it has all the earmarks of a seven game series um you know a close game second half game seven I, I think the teams are that tightly matched um yep. I think you can make a strong argument uh, of why the Knicks will, will be able to to pull out a victory um do they have to win in six can they win a game seven on the road I think this team is one of the teams capable yeah. of doing that given their road success, but you don't want to play game seven, you know, it, it's, it's so much can happen. I think you give the, definitely give the Knicks a legit shot. Is it 50, 50? Is it 60, 40? I'd say it's somewhere in that range. Um, you know, so I, I expect it to be a, a tightly contested series. Um, but I give the Knicks a, 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 a it's certainly a decent chance to win. If not, um if if i i probably you know as of this morning uh, as of today i'd probably pick them to to win the series to be honest i think mm, they played that wow. well for the, i think they played that well for the last three months um but uh, cleveland certainly would be a tall order um but it, it will be fascinating to see certainly
0: yeah it'd be a great first round matchup i mean i've been saying for a while that i think that this is the team that nick need to get in this first round they get them that they'll advance uh, i really think that cleveland one of the things that I think hurts Cleveland in the series against the Knicks is their lack of depth. Um, they essentially don't really have a bench. It's Karis LeVert and that's it. And levert has been starting because of the injuries that they had. But, like, you know, Osman, Rubio, uh, Diakite, like, these are the guys. Isaac Curl's been in and out of the lineup. Um, these are the guys that have been playing minutes for them off the bench and the Knicks we've now seen with IQ and Hart and Hard and the bench. I mean, there's little weapons that they have coming off the bench. And I think that, that that really levels the playing field from a potential, you know, Diamond Mitchell explosion that may yes. happen in this in this series. So I think it'd be a great series. I think that you know, I agree, maybe not much can be taken away from this game, but I think it'll be fun seeing these guys these guys line up, knowing that in about three weeks that this is gonna be these two teams lining up
1: essentially to, you know, for all the marbles of keeping their season alive. So it should be fun. Just your point. It's crazy. Think about the next bench. IQ is going to be sixth man of the year. Hardenstein, yeah. has he been the second, has he been the best backup center in the NBA this season? You could make a strong case, you know, right. like both ends of the floor impact is plus minus. It's, it's uh 10th in the NBA, second half of the season, post all-star break. He's actually tied <laughs> yeah. with Giannis right behind Joel Embiid. Um, Josh Hart, has there been a more impactful you know, the trade deadline uh, acquisition. We know about what he brings, um, you know, and then you get the X factors like OB. Um, no question. The, the, the importance of a bench is a little bit, you know, teams will coaches will say it's a little bit minimized in the postseason multiple right. days off in between games. Temp- the pace of the game tends to be slowed down, um, but it'll be on Tibbs and the Knicks coaching staff to ramp up that pace um, and take advantage of the depth. So that'll be part of the X's and O's strategy that gets thrown in.
0: Should be a good one. Knicks, Cavs, Friday. Uh, I don't know if they call it the Q anymore. I don't know what they call it. I never know these Marines anymore because they changed names. How's that LeBron built? That's what they should do. Exactly. Exactly. In Cleveland, um, should be a good start. 730 start there.